0: And the human leader of the android underground,
1: Matt Lee. Attention, this guy. What's up, guys? Tuesday, May 14th, 2013. This is episode 82 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, attackoftheandroids.com. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee with just Eric Finkenbeiner. What's up, Matt and Eric? Eric, what's up? What do you Just me. Just you. Come I on mean, now. Not like, oh, it's just this guy, but it's like, yeah, it's just me and you. All right. Okay. See what just inflection does? It's all about the accent. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Check. I'll add that to my list. Thank you, podcast master. Hey, anytime. You need some advice from the podcast master, you let me know. <laughs> we, should, uh, we, should, we should start out with some root, root news, root rom news, Cyanogen mod, coming out with the release candidate one or two, depending on which device you're running. The, the Toro Galaxy Nexus, which is the faux Verizon Gnex, is on RC2 now. And RC1 was a little bit, I would say, m- off from what the last M stable was. But then RC2 came out like two days later and fixed whatever that was. So it's super awesome, buttery smooth, uh, Android 4.2.2. 2. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to a stable. Uh, have you been messing with any of these, Eric? No, I haven't. It's it's really weird. Like I feel like I've abandoned
0: the custom rod, the custom ROM community, ever since I got a Nexus device. And I know, like the Verizon, I can understand it's not a pure Nexus. It's not getting all the updates and stuff. But my Nexus Four always runs the latest version. I haven't really had a need to check out Saiyan. I totally,
1: not. I hear what you're saying. Uh, on the transformer prime, I finally, for mother's day, I got it all. I found the best nightly. <laughs> it's not oh ideal, God. but I found the best nightly Your Poor mother. I know the, the camera on the back doesn't work. She doesn't care. The front one does. So that's cool. Whatever. Uh, and it, it's stable. I test it with all the Tegra three games. Cause those are a good indicator because they will crash like almost immediately sure. if there's something off and, uh, yeah, everything worked good. Uh, the only other thing that I was kind of bummed about was I don't have anything HDMI here. Like, they have a TV up there, like a real TV, not just a computer screen like we use here. And so oh. I I plugged that in, and I got video to go, but no audio. So I don't know if hmm. that's the nightly or if that was ever working. I plugged in my Nexus 10, and that worked great with audio and the video over HDMI. So uh, I don't know. But like you were saying, on... The Nexus 10, like, I have no desire to go out and find a ROM for it because what is on it is perfect. Uh, if the phone was the same and not the Verizon version, I would be in your boat, I think, and not be tinkering with this custom ROMs. It seems like that the custom ROM community is really serving that niche of people that are crippled by what their carriers are doing to the phone before you get it. Yeah, so
0: maybe it's a good thing if the if the device manufacturers and the carriers keep adding crap because it
1: keeps the community alive. Um, well, didn't didn't Steve Condict CyanogenMod get a job at Samsung? Like that was the last I heard. Did that is that still happening or no? And he and he quit. Oh, um, did he? <laughs> I don't. Shortly the, there, I
0: don't remember the the story behind it. But yeah, he ended up leaving.
1: Okay, probably shortly thereafter. <laughs> It seemed it seemed like it lasted. You know what? You know, at least a year. They're like, Steve, glad to have you. This is the TouchWiz team you'll be working with. And he was like, Uh no. <laughs> they handed him an iPhone and they're like, Make it do this. Make it do all of this. And uh yeah, so if if you're on any of these devices that have been if you've been watching the the CM uh pushes, you'll you'll notice uh let's see the they got the LG Spectrum, the Sony Xperia V, the Razer, the Gx for Sprint, of course, the Toro. Uh just a ton on on this list. So it's it's pretty awesome. It's it's getting uh, getting almost finished. I was kind of wondering yeah. if they were going to finish like what, what it. I was wondering if they were going to finish it before IO because once IO hits, they're going to have a new build to start working on, you know? So we're going to see the next. And it looks like Ooh. they may get a when's IO this week, right? Yeah it's uh I
0: think Wednesday, you know tomorrow. maybe in like 20 a little more than 24 hours it'll yeah, be starting.
1: Uh, yeah yeah so uh, it'll be good that they get this done before uh that. And then we'll maybe. see 10.2 nightlies and stables.
0: So what's the like nowadays what's the what's the drawing factor like what brings somebody to CyanogenMod if they're if they're just running a Nexus phone? That's the, the thing you know right? like
1: paranoid has the has the extra stuff they're building in is CyanogenMod mod doing anything I don't know that that's the thing, right? What is we talk about how these carriers were trying to differentiate via these UI overlays, and you saw how that kind of blew up in their face, but once once you have a perfect working version, like what do you do? to say hey come over here like you said the uh, paranoid android has the the chat head type notification uh, overlays and stuff which work really well um yeah what what's i'm interested to see what cm does i mean is pi are the pi controls baked into cm or is that just a stock Jelly Bean thing because i don't use any of that because they just they were kind of annoying i think it's i think it's baked into cm i don't so I that might think be that s- I have Pi controls. So that might be something, I guess, if you're into that. But, I mean, all it is is UI tweaks, right? So it's what, what can you do with this, basically, at this point, a, a flawless, for the most part, UI? Like, what are you going to do with it now?
0: Well, ultimately, I think this is a good thing. Um, I mean, having CyanogenMod and all these other ROMs out there as a way to get closer to stock is fine. But where it's really going to get cool is when... Developers don't have to waste their time getting the camera to work, getting
1: the you know the right. How 3G many hours? To data to work. How many hours are spent on frivolous? Like God, why is this broken in the first place? You know. Well, do you remember the HTC Evo? It was the you know it was the first the quote, 3D? 4G phone. The 3D no one? no not the 3D oh, the, original the first Evo one. yeah yeah.
0: And they, I remember because I had that phone. And I love that phone. And the developers spent over a year just trying to get 4G to work on a custom
1: ROM <laughs>
0: And what that's if, pretty if they crippling had a year to
1: actually do something good with the operating system, how do you think that would have turned? out? well and think of it this way that's pretty crippling if you don't have the core features that a device is supposed to handle in your ROM to begin with, like you, you have an uphill battle in front of you like if, if you're the ROM that this is awesome and everything is great except 4g doesn't work. Like I'm not going to use it. I need 4g. Now, if you live in a place without LTE, that might be acceptable. But once you get spoiled with LTE speeds, like it's, it's hard to go back, man.
0: And this was, I mean, this was back in what, like 2009, 2010. So 4g penetration wasn't really, you know, that big. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal though I did find myself at the end they they started testing the i was with sprint they started testing the WiMAX in my area, and I had to go back to sense and I had to just put a a launcher on there and and try to be happy with that kicking because I really wanted the 4G kicking
1: and screaming the whole way. Yeah, it's also it, 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 it sucked. It's like going from LTE to three G. It's like going from stock and then picking up like an, a GS three or something. It's like it's so shockingly different. You're just like I don't I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, and I I can't
0: express like how much I disliked um, the uh, the native TouchWiz launcher when I when I got the s3 last year oh i bet i it was horrible i couldn't even last i didn't even last five minutes i was like where's an internet connection where's
1: an internet connection I need where are to my settings something different <laughs> where where is everything uh we should but mention, you know it's interesting well, before we going further we should mention you you tossed in the the rundown about them passing CyanogenMod mod passing the five million user mark so there is there is the penetration it's just like you said once once more devices go stock or whatever ends up happening with this they're going to have to do something to keep those numbers definitely and I'll even
0: point out that we don't have that's not even an accurate representation of cyanogenmod uh, downloads it's that is cyanogenmod from the cyanogenmod people directly so it doesn't take into account all of the other like variants and forks of of
1: cyanogenmod that i mean you go on to XDA oh, for the, the most popular phones the roms that are Ooh. built on top of cyanogenmod because they get the clean code yeah. out first right right so um no i was going to say though interestingly enough um
0: my friend uh my friend jp is in the states right now and uh and he was he just got a galaxy s3 and he he sent me a message on google chat this morning saying the S3 is awesome, but I just played with the S4 and it's great too. And it's, uh, I, I just find it interesting because he's probably running the stock. He's probably running stock uh, everything. So if he thinks that experience is great, I, I just wish I was there to like <laughs> to put Nova Launcher or something on his phone and show you him. You would what a be real like, phone
1: looks like, you're like the little Amazon recommendation engine. You're like, you know, if you like this, you're gonna love this. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's awesome Eric the recommendation engine and I we should mention this is a they say on the article off of Android Authority that uh, uh, the official sign engine mod stats uh, on their page it's as of the time of this writing like you said the 5 million but that is about 2 million that are official installs and around 3 million that are user compiled ones so it looks like they did include those numbers in there oh okay I must have misread them so, but that's still that's that's a lot, right? Like, two million official installs of like the what I'm running here, and then another three million of stuff people took and were like, "Well, I like this, but let's tweak it here and there." Pretty cool. Very nice. MUI, over ten million users they hit a while ago, which comes pre-installed on certain handsets like the Xiaomi Mi Two. You know, there's, so. a, uh, there's an iPhone um, clone that I saw.
0: It's called the Goo Phone. Really? And we might have talked about this before, um, but if you, if you order a Goo phone, it, it quite literally looks exactly like and feels exactly like an iPhone 4S. <laughs> and it's really weird, and they've I have to think they're probably running like some version of MIUI on there because the operating system, unless you dig down really deep,
1: is it looks exactly like iOS, and that's MUI's you know bread and butter, <laughs> right? And if you think about it, like hardware wise, I mean, there's nothing any other phone manufacturer couldn't build, you know, especially if they weren't in the states and worried about getting the pants suit off of them. You could easily put it, especially in... if they're using the same factory, <laughs> right? You Interesting, I mean? right? Is that the Samsung iPhone? That's pretty nice, that's amazing yeah so all right, I just wanted to mention that the there's some interesting numbers good, good find yeah we haven't talked to custom ROMs in a while, so it's pretty yeah cool. yeah, definitely. It's always always good to to go back to the the bread and butter, as you say uh, you were talking about uh internet speeds recently just now. did you see the Samsung tests off of the Redmond Pi site? they're uh, testing their five g of course. Uh yeah. and claiming horrible name 5G. I know. Can we stop calling it that? Couldn't we just call it the 4GS or something? Can we, I know. You know at least the 4GSX. I mean, you know, there's there's tons of letters that you could use. But they're they're claiming ge- uh, speeds of over a gigabit. So, gigabit to your phone? That's pretty nice, but with caps like I think we had this discussion in the, in the Attack of the Android's Google Plus community, which if you're listening to this, you should all be members of, that how quick are you going to hit your cap if you have a gigabit? Like there's things I'll do on my phone if I don't have LTE that I, j- like, I just won't do until I get to Wi-Fi or LTE because it's too slow. Uh, you know, like I'm just not going to do it. When you have gigabit to your device, like that kind of opens up a whole new batch of like, ooh, <laughs> check this out.
0: Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that might make that work. Aside from just eliminating data caps would be if they if they decided to break into the like home internet business. If right. they really started pushing the myFi devices or the home routers and saying, "Just make us your one internet connection."
1: It's all about unification um, at that point, right?
0: Yeah. And because I'm gigabit, you know, gigabit on phones and mobile devices is is going to be cool.
1: Um, if you think about the ability to do... You could run these, like, voice, <coughs> excuse me, text. I mean, you can run everything concurrently. Like it, you don't have to wait for more bandwidth to free up. Like, it's, it's instant. Yeah, and like a home office or
0: a mobile office, um, that'd be amazing. You could do, you could do your virtualized computing where you're basically using your device as a terminal. At the same time, you could be doing uh, you know, video conferencing with a lot of different locations. Like, there's, there's a lot of really
1: good implications to that, but... Um, well, and just think of what... I think it's limited. Think of the possibilities that opens up then also. If you have the same carrier for your mobile as you do for your home, you, in essence, then just create a large pan at that point, which you could get faster speeds from your device to your home base... And then out to the inner. You see what I'm saying? Like if you if you start going down that route, it, it kind of that's kind of interesting. They're doing this. With, yeah, they've uh, had to optimize it. Well, AT&T yeah, AT and T didn't take advantage of it, right? But that's a I don't know. That's AT and T. Yeah, it's AT and uh, T. There's they said they're doing this uh, with a what a, a whole bunch of antennas using the 400 megahertz spectrum. Is that is that correct? Was that
0: was that M or was that? That I think that was the other that was oh NTT, docomo. docomo was that docomo man. right right, but I I thought that was probably the cooler story because I'm I'm just thinking like if you know having internet in your car is you know that's something that never really took off um, but if you could if you could get like really really good speeds by working with a car manufacturer and putting all these antennas in there. That would be really
1: cool. Well, like, we did you see on that on the AOTA group that I on Google Plus, I posted that picture of the uh, uh, what's that car called? The Tesla. It's a guy playing Ingress in his Tesla S wearing Google Glass, and the dashboard is like the Ingress Intel map. I was like, oh my god, that's and you know, you could enable more of that if you had these you know, these car full of antennas. It was a Tesla S was that a Nexus 10? So, no, like, that's the, they... that's the dashboard of the car, bro. <laughs> that's no, vehicle. it's not. Yeah, dude, really? Google the yeah. That's have you nice. looked at the Teslas, dude? They're ah, so cool. We'll have to. I'll put some links to the the pictures of like the dash. Everything's just straight touchscreen digital Android. It looks like it's it's pretty cool. I want one.
0: I'll get you one for Christmas. Don't
1: worry. Appreciate that. Appreciate that a lot. Uh, Do you see the story on Mashable about some facial recognition hacks on Google Glass? Kind of. Uh, Kind of. Kind of. It came out of this medical hackathon that uh, these developers are basically working in the medical industry. And they look at... at, Right now, doctors are walking around with tablets. Their hands are full, this and that. They have a ton of information to deal with. Uh, So they're like, you know, let's... Let's interface some of this stuff to glass and that will allow you to do, you know, the, the example they give here. Do you need to get that? No, Kelsey, <laughs> please. Kelsey, it's continue. cool. It's totally cool. Yeah, I'm not doing a show here. No, it's totally blowing up the fourth curtain. Uh, but the they, the example they give here is that a doctor might want to record that certain patients like certain things. They like to be rolled over on certain sides or some of their allergies or whatever. Uh, they say because the data is shareable with Glass, other nurses and physicians can have immediate access to this information. The app was created by a bunch of programmers at, like I said, the medical hackathon they did. Pretty
0: I cute. think this is... A really, really, really good idea.
1: Well, and think of it. Um, the other example they give is for party or networking events, and this is what every every podcast that talks about glass says: is like, I, I can't ever remember all the people I meet. So it'd be cool if, as I was walking down the street, it was like, oh, hey, there's Joe. Here's his latest update on whatever social network he uses, and here's what you know, just whatever. Here's here's who he is in a in a nutshell, you know. And well, if, if people are worried about the social aspect of glass. You know, they're saying, Oh, you're gonna look like
0: a dork and somebody's gonna punch you when you go into the bathroom. And it'll be recorded this and then I'll takes sue it you. All away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well there's that too. Yeah. This takes away a lot of that social um Anxiety? awkwardness because you're in a setting, a hospital, where it's it's in your best interest for the for the healthcare providers to know who you are and to make sure they know who you are well,
1: right and in those situations like it's already uncomfortably awkward like you're going to a place to have people poke at your body because there's something wrong with your body like that's it, i think glass is the least of your worries there and probably the most helpful out of you know everything else people are going to use it for i also saw an interesting post about it being uh, it was it was like a mommy blog and she was talking about how this is becoming a tool, much like my minivan. It's like allowing you—I don't know—getting information from WebMD about your baby and doing, you know, whatever. But
0: oh, that's what we need. It's, it's interesting. Parents that, like they, freaking out about their kids more. Yeah, well,
1: that's always the
0: internet has already screwed us on that on that regard.
1: You can't take social awkwardness away from the internet, Eric. That's ours. We own that. Yeah, we own that domain, <laughs> buddy. We own that TLD. Uh-huh. The TLD is ours. Yes. So, I'm gonna check socialawkwardness.com. I'd like buy it. I'd like to see what this is going to eventually turn into. Hopefully, like we've been saying, rev two or three a couple years down the road should be much more interesting. I agree. Good.
0: I'm a little burned out on the. On the yeah. I hate to say it, I'm really excited, but I'm kind of
1: burnt out on the everyday a new Google Glass. Story. I just feel I like I, I need to dial it back. I was super excited, but then once people started seeing what the interface was actually like, because the last thing we saw was that video Google made, and it was augmented reality. It was like, here is glass in 50 years. And it was, that's like what everyone thought of. But then when people started getting them, it was like. Well, it's not really augmented reality, but it could be kind of, but not in this version and the battery sucks and it kind of took away a lot of that, ooh, what is it really going to look like? Cuz now we know what it really looks like and it's it's cool, but it's, mm, you know, it might be a little too behind the scenes for people. Yeah, definitely. Um like if
0: you I'm sure like if you took a if you took like a uh what do you call it, like a developer an alpha version of the S four of the iPhone yeah, of all for this sure. stuff? It would probably be very underwhelming for people, and it would probably turn them off.
1: Well, this yeah, is so it. different
0: that they're probably just gambling that it would that it would keep people's interest, but it might be turning a little bit you know, an, it might be turning
1: it a little bit negative before it even comes out. I think they hyped it way too much for at what stage they were at because they. The the Explorer Edition, the whole point of this is that you're going to pay us $1,500 because in the long run, you're going to develop some really awesome stuff that's going to use this, and you're going to make money. They gave it to way too many journalists. They should have just gave it to the developers and been like, keep this on the hush. The public is going to – you know, it's it's not ready at at all. So you need – you know, the developers to hack on it for a good year or two as the hardware iterates, as the software iterates, and then IO 2015 be like, yo, look what we've been playing with the last three years. It's totally awesome.
0: And in, in, in all fairness, developers have had this for what, like a month? Yeah, exactly, and, and it's already almost, seeing a facial recognition. It's
1: because the it's because IO is like tomorrow, and they announced it at last IO that yo, you're gonna get this really soon, and people are just now getting it, so they had to kick it out, you know. Sure, but I mean, people are people are developing for this. If oh, they can, absolutely. If they can keep this same Steam going, then for it, sure,
0: if I think it could be successful.
1: Yeah, it definitely will be, or some iteration of. It's interesting to see the bits and pieces that come out of it leading up to the great, like, look, it's done, it's for all of you now, and it's 200 bucks. Unless you want it subsidized, then we'll give it to you for free. Yeah. Uh, let's see, IO, like we mentioned, uh, you want to talk about the Google Play games. We saw on The Verge there was some alleged leaks with uh, showing the achievements, saves in game chat, stuff that we've been hoping was eventually going to make its way to games and done by the platform not individual developers like we've been seeing
0: yeah it's it's sort of a catch up
1: feature sure um, but did but they know like totally do you necessary. did they know at the point at that time that like this is gonna be one of our strong points I, I don't think they really I thought it was just like yeah and here's a bunch of dumb games like it turned into something different you know and it's now it's necessary
0: yeah I mean I think the the gaming industry as a whole has expanded oh, quite a bit. for sure. And because of the availability of the tools and the, the ease at which you can develop a, maybe not a blockbuster game, but a, a very simple game you can develop pretty easily... Well,
1: look what Rovio did. I I
0: think that all the mobile platforms realized that they needed to cater to that market a little bit more.
1: Right, and look what Rovio did. It wasn't about making a game. It was about building a brand that now has movies and candy and stuffed animals and just, like, ridiculous amounts of mind share in the public you know like i i see i was out on delivery a few weeks ago and i go to this uh where flathead lake is it's called polson montana and i saw a kid walking down the street in an angry bird suit and i was like i'm not hallucinating like a i suit? there's a suit and apparently one of the phone the little m uh not mvno's but the little like verizon stores were having him outside with a sign, and he was like this big angry bird. With it was ridiculous, but that's how like public that is. He He was the yellow one.
0: It was it was it
1: honestly, it kind of looked like a trash bag, but it was like the the yellow bird. (laughs) It was kind of funny. It was. They should have just put a trash bag on him. I should have black one. I should have took a picture of it. If I would have been wearing glass, I would have been like, "Okay, glass, look." That's what you should say. Okay, glass, look. Not take a picture. Don't say take a picture. Say okay glass, look. And it does. <laughs> so yeah. uh do you want to tell us about this leak? Like what exactly what was found? Uh honestly not much. It seems like
0: it's it it's like it's an early build. It's a it's a really early build and
1: it just sort of Is that your internet dying? Eric, your internet's dying. Shows the... Wait. Okay, start over. And- oh, hey, buddy. Whoa. Did your camera just work? Whoa. Hold on. Yeah, it's weird. How are you on video now?
0: I don't know, but now it's not even... Now it's frozen.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's just keep that <laughs> off. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, well.
1: Well, hey... Good to have you back.
0: Yeah, thank you. I'm just going to do the rest of the stories from memory because I'm afraid to do anything on this
1: stupid computer. Hey, that's fine. I will read them to you. I love that picture. I did a screen share of the uh the issue you were having. <laughs> that's pretty great. Yeah, I it was
0: weird because I was going fine and then all of a sudden I hear you say, "Eric, are you okay?" And then it was going a a a yeah. Are you okay? K- it was
1: k- 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 It was sounding so weird. Yep. It was like trying to fast forward itself to sync back up. Very oh God. Very graceful Google. Very graceful. Yeah, good job. So, Google Points Play. You. Google Play Games. We'll see what really happens at I.O. I'm not even going to talk about this anymore. We should talk about this, though. You don't need the story for this. Google is thinking about or is going to make two-step, two-factor authentication, their two-step verification, mandatory, hoping that phones, as this Android Authority beta article says, will replace passwords. Mm Hmm. Fan of Uh two-factor authentication? I am. I like it too, but I don't think this is a good idea. Making it mandatory. Two factor. Yeah. We should we should say two factor authentication is things like uh, Dropbox, PayPal, Google, Facebook does it now. Sending a text message. It's uh, ways to basically just give you a second layer of of code that you have to put in. So not only do you need a password, you need a verification code that's on something you have. So it's something you know and something you have, and then the idea is that without both of these items, you cannot access the account. And if somebody tries to, uh, I know Facebook does this, Google does this. I'm not sure about PayPal or uh, Dropbox, but they'll send you a message that's like, Hey, somebody tried to access the account, didn't have the verification code. Is this you? If it was, don't worry about it. If it wasn't, worry about it or don't because you have two factor turned on. So whatever. Uh, The, the Twitter is thinking about doing this hopefully soon because some of their uh, major accounts, like AP News, things like that, get hacked. Uh, false tweets get posted on them, and that causes people to go crazy sometimes because people get their news from these services now. So I, I think it's a good... Passwords are... The whole password model is kind of crap to begin with, but since so much of the Internet is based on it and it's hard to start something like that over, uh, the true factor is the next best thing. I mean, you can do password haystacks and stuff like that if you're really... You can do uh, Latino triangles. What are those called? I don't... Latino squares. I have no idea. Those magic squares that you can do passwords. Huh. I don't know. Latin I, Latin squares, that's what they're called. Latin squares. Latino squares. <laughs> nice, Matt.
0: Yeah, there's, I think this is well-intentioned, but it's... It's not a good idea.
1: So, you, what do you think is not the good idea? the The fact that they want to make it mandatory. Yes,
0: because I think that Why? it's not. It is not user friendly enough. It is not user friendly enough
1: yet. Period. Why? It's annoying if you have a bunch of devices and a bunch of accounts. But for the most part, it's pretty easy. Because I
0: carry my phone around with me like it's, like it's. I don't know, like a part of my body, an or appendage. But
1: not everybody does. It is an appendage. But the people... That's fine. Not everybody has to. The people that are using these services do, for the most part. And they will use that, right? Like your mom? Do you think your mom's going to be able to handle this? Is my mom going to really give a crap if her Gmail account gets hijacked or broken or whatever? Like, it's people like us that use this stuff for organizing, like, our lives around, not just for sending email that it becomes that important, it's so not the, like who perfect. cares. Perfect. Then why make it mandatory? Because they're trying to protect the overall infrastructure. I don't know. That is a good yeah, question. Yeah, it's. I'm
0: not. I'm not convinced yet. I I know that like biometrics never took off. No, you that's know, crap. Because you can scanner, but... you can
1: cut fingers off. We've seen in the movies. Yeah. Or as yeah, in they could, could scoop my eye out. Exactly, Demolition Man. Right, perfect example. Takes the eye out, retinal scan complete. I would rather just say here, here's my phone, than like yeah, just cut my finger off. That's fine. But we're... yeah, I don't, I don't know. There,
0: I don't, I don't think that there is a, I don't think that there is a friendly way to make this happen right now. No, Nobody's and I practicing.
1: mean, there's tools, right? You can use LastPass, you can use stuff like that to. But again, how user-friendly is all of that? You still need to generate ridiculously long, crazy passwords to get enough entropy to where it's actually protective.
0: Well, LastPass, LastPass uh, is solving, for the most part, a different problem, though sometimes there is overlap. LastPass is solving, you know, like you, you sign up for some recipe website, and you use the same password there as you do for your bank.
1: Right. The the how many sites are you across, and what are the chances one of those sites is going to get hit. And see, that's that's the thing, though. Two-factor, I feel like, almost allows you to be able to use the same passwords across every site or variations of passwords or idioms or whatever and still have good security because they don't have what you have, which is the device. Until that gets cloned, uh, I wrote, I'm writing a, a piece for Tech Page One about this, and I wrote that in, in Facebook's case, they do have the code generator, but if you're any two factor that's using SMS is not as secure because you can more easily clone a phone than you could, like the authenticator that's running on Android. Like, you know, you can, you can get a text message bounced to you that was going to someone else a lot easier than you could uh <clears throat> cracking the actual code generator
0: sure and uh, it and it, it depends too on like how do how do these authentication programs work is there a way that you could clone a phone like is is it like uh is it like the way that windows used to authenticate computers is it just taking a combination of hardware and software points and then using that to generate a a key that it then bases you know it tosses into its, its algorithm
1: it's time based as far as i know yeah, it's
0: time-based, but at some point you have to seed it with some information. There has to be a starting point. So what is that starting point? Oh. Can it be cloned?
1: Oh, it's, it's that QR code, right? It's, it's in setup. The point of weakness is in the setup. It's when you're – that if that QR code's uh-huh. there and there's a man in the middle and you're, you're over SSL like that, you just got that same QR code. So now you have a phone that's running numbers and on it and you have the original phone. So I don't know if they would be the same numbers, though, because the difference in the devices—I I don't know. That'd be interesting to look into.
0: Yeah. Well, I—I I don't know. Regardless, I, this is a this is a good thing for this is a good thing for Google. Not necessarily, I don't think, a good thing for consumers. Uh, but you know, whatever. It it won't change. It won't change the way I operate because I currently use two factor. Uh, but for other people, it might not really endear them to Google too much. <laughs>
1: Oh, this says uh, Google Authenticator code is a hash based on a secret unique to your account and the current time. Uh, the time based on 30-second window, so it changes every 30 seconds. Oh.
0: Does
1: that make sense? And now we know. And now Thanks, you know. Internet. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, mandatory. Maybe Maybe eventually, right? Once they get it more seamless. But maybe not right now. Okay. Uh, what do you think of speaking about secure things? The BlackBerry BBM coming to Android as well as iOS. <laughs> uh, who cares? I, I really I don't know. I
0: mean, yeah, it's it's sort of in the who cares category, though. I know that there is a community out there that really loves BBM.
1: Is this um, more? Is this more interesting to you than using something like TextSecure?
0: I don't really use these sorts of programs. I, I use I use Google Voice. That's that's how I communicate. Google Voice and Google Talk, and really? you know, that's how I communicate with people. Yeah. Hmm. But hmm. I, you know, it's cool. I I don't I don't know why they're doing this because BBM seemed to be one of those things that they could sell people on Blackberry. Is this um, a
1: nod in the mo in the direction that maybe the Z10 and that other one weren't so hot and that they're looking to pivot? Just a little bit? Yeah, they're hedging their bets, probably. You sure. Know, if,
0: if they can't make it, if they can't hack it as an as an OS and a phone provider, then maybe they can uh, offer software and services that people
1: want. Like a BlackBerry BBM desktop app, perhaps? Who knows? Sure. Sure. Why not? Um, well, good for maybe you. It's, maybe it's something that they, you know, they,
0: they used to sell all these corporations and um, BlackBerry servers, bez servers. Yeah. So... Maybe they see this as a way to stay in the server room, even if
1: uh, even if it's bring your own device. Yeah, interesting. We'll have to talk to Chris Miller about that. He does a BlackBerry show. He's all about the bez. I thought he was saying "bez" <laughs> for the longest time when when we were talking about that. Quite a few episodes ago. As in the dispenser. As in the dispenser. Correct.
0: Well, oh, interesting.
1: So, all right. Well, good. Uh, also, talking about weird things. On Android, did you see this article on Lifehacker about Cydia coming to Android? You know what Cydia is, right? Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the, the iOS like yeah, yeah. My store, brother was way into the Cydia stuff because he had an iPhone here before you could like get them on the carriers, so it was all Cydia hacked and everything. And I was, I was playing with it. And I thought, oh, that's quaint. But for Android, like, yeah, I'm trying to pull it up right now on my phone just just to see it's kind of what cm is doing kind of except that remember cydia has its whole like uh app store for pirated apps you know
0: well that's what i don't understand and i mean cydia store also had apps that it wasn't just pirated apps it was apps that required um required you to uh root your your iphone um but i don't really I mean unless they're just trying to be like another SlideMe or one of these third party stores I don't really see the point of them coming over to Android. It's f- too late
1: right. or just who needs it?
0: Yeah, who who needs it? What are what what are they filling? I mean we even have like F-Droid which is supposed to be the open source like techy geeky store but it's it doesn't really have a lot of stuff in it. Hm. Uh, it i n I'm not really sure what I'm not really sure what need it's filling, but whatever. Welcome It'll... welcome
1: to the family, I guess. Welcome to the <laughs> very nice, Eric. It will be interesting to see what kind of tweaks and tools that this uh system can bring, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean there's there there is probably a little bit of a market for um for like tools that get blocked from the play store. Like, remember when all these Tether apps got blocked based on your carrier? Yeah, yeah. But I I don't know. It doesn't seem like that happens much anymore.
1: But wasn't CyanogenMod talking about opening up their own little app store for that specific reason? Like, I feel like we talked about that a a few months ago.
0: Yeah, I I don't remember, honestly. But Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. I and like the comments. I mean, they, they haven't done it yet, so what does that tell you?
1: I like the comments. So I can use my iPhone themes on my HTC One? <laughs> Please say yes. That
0: That's makes awesome. sense.
1: Good deal. Yeah.
0: Well, Go back to where you came from.
1: <laughs> That's not commenter. very welcoming,
0: Eric. No, not Cydia. Cydia, welcome. But that uh, commenter, oh, right. I hope that you were being sarcastic.
1: Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you're looking forward from I.O.? to be announced anything some uh nexus q updates are are you excited are you excited for your nexus q update chris
0: oh my oh my god i was so excited because i was gonna play music with my friends but now it's not gonna happen
1: no socially sharing music Um, what are we gonna do what i think
0: would have been cool is if they would have given it an update that turns it into a google tv that would have been interesting but i think they've just abandoned the project at this point <sighs> so sad wow. um smartwatch i'm looking forward to with io um, Andro- i think it was android authority had had a uh, had a source close to google or inside of google um, that stated that there that we would be seeing a motorola smartwatch um, either at io or announced at io so that could be interesting maybe a
1: nexus 11 this abc article says is there really would they name it the nexus 11 because the last one was that... the 10 it'd have to be an 11 inch tablet then right because that's what the 10 yeah, is. Yeah, why not that's what the 7 is they didn't name it the nexus 8 it's like size well i don't even think that was a
0: rumor i thought that that was some artist that... that did like uh like, renderings of what he thought they might announce. And there was, like, the Nexus 8, Nexus 11, and I think, like, Nexus 5. So I, I don't even think that that's a rumor. It, it could be true, but I would, I would much more expect a spec update to the Nexus 10. Well? Uh, basically to the entire line.
1: I found another rumor off of Liliputing.com that says the Nexus 11 with an octa-core. An Exynos fifty four ten octa, really? Huh. A two okay. megapixel front, an eleven inch Super PLS TFT display. Is this like April Fools? I think this is people talking out of their ass right before IO. Okay. I O. I'll, okay. I'll. Yeah. Like I, I really, I don't take
0: any stock in this. Um, in this like Nexus eleven talk. Well, and that's what
1: they say at the bottom. You, you know, like most leaks, you just take it for what it is. But that would be odd to make it an inch bigger. I I don't know. I feel like 10 is a good size for what they're doing.
0: Well, and it and it brings in a lot of issues with like carrying cases. They already have a problem right. with with uh items not being customized to Android devices, so uh-huh. you're just throwing in one more variable that makes it weird.
1: Yeah. I agree. Hmm. Are you you down with these watches? Like I feel like we we went through our watch phase and then we all got cell phones and like I don't I feel like wearing things around my wrist feels weird now. I'm the same way cuz I've been but shackled I'm, by the I'm man. I'm really interested in for so many years. What's I said because I've that? been shackled by the man for so many years wearing things around my wrist feels weird.
0: I I hear that <laughs> and it's interesting that you're saying this and it looks like you're wearing orange too.
1: I know. My Powdered toast, man. Sure. Uh, it's time no, for laundry.
0: I, I'm more excited for, like, I I really want to see where we can go with the with the body sensor stuff, um. And I think that the smartwatches are that's what they're aiming to be. Um, okay. But it might not even be that. Where we have a lot of the like the fitness bands and things, and maybe maybe those are filling the niche, and we don't need a smartwatch. But I I certainly think the Pebble. The Pebble looks interesting, even though it seems to have been a little lackluster at launch. Sure. I think that
1: the I think the idea is solid. Did you see? Uh, you know what the new Google Play Store looks like, right? Kind of Windows 8 ish, almost. Very big tiles and bright. It's like The Verge. I wouldn't meets... call it Windows 8 ish. I'd call it The Verge it's... meets Windows 8 meets meets Easter meets Easter.
0: <laughs> it's very it's very pastel.
1: But so I was at the ATM the other day, and I noticed all the new Wells Fargo ATMs look just like Windows 8. giant, happy, green. It looks like the new Play Store and it looks like Windows 8, and it's, it was kind of like weird at first. That's odd. and yeah. And they're, they're touchscreen?: Yeah, so and the ta- the tiles are literally like I can fist bump it. Like, you don't touch with your finger, you bump it with your fist. Because <laughs> it's, like, what? literally this big. It's like, do you want to do what you did last time? Fist bump here. Do you want to withdraw more than you did last time? Fist bump here. It's a step that. idiocracy, honestly. But that's like cool. If,
0: if the only way it gives you money is if it's like, put it here, bro. If you and do the
1: secret handshake? <laughs>
0: Is, hey, that's that's a that's a you know something that could solve uh, the two-factor
1: authentication. This thing. is my third factor. It's called the secret handshake. Put it there. <laughs> exactly.
0: That's a all. special your your own secret fist bump. That's right. Don't tell nobody.
1: And then they could buy that that app bump. Do you remember that?
0: Kay. Yeah, I no didn't use it. Okay, me neither.
1: Uh, yeah. Anything else? Good talk. Good talk. Anything else before? We do our two app picks.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I feel like there was something else. I'm, I'm browsing. I'm browsing.
1: I feel like no, this... The, sh- uh, go yeah. ahead.
0: No, you, you go, Matt.
1: I was just going to say that I feel like this show is a little more exciting with more people, but I like the dynamic of you and me until your internet or computer breaks, and then it's just me, and then I get uncomfortable. <laughs> and then the show breaks and then i and turn my camera again. off and walk away <laughs> until you fix the your crap
0: um, the i would say the only other story i think is kind of neat and it's just because i like it is uh the uya story did you see that one about the uh, the controller drama i did not what controller drama eh, it's it's not as bad as the as the people that com- that were complaining about the physical it never is controller it never is but uh it's really interesting. A developer um, was saying that he noticed when he was doing his game that when people moved diagonally, it was, it was uh, noticeably slower than if they were going you know, back, forth, left, right. Really? Um, on the
1: analog sticks? Yes. On the analog sticks, in particular. You know what's weird? This so article he, is from yeah. Destructoid, and I just today listened to an interview with the kid that starred Destructoid on, on the media. Is that weird? Oh, really? Yeah. Synchronicity. No, I, yeah, it is. It is weird. It's a synchronicity. Anyway, check that out. Yeah. Was it? Was it a good? Was it a good interview? It, it is actually. It's quite interesting. The whole show was good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this. Uh. So the developer decided to create an app that, uh, when he plugged it in, it would it would do a graph, and and you'll see it in the article. Yeah. It's like it's sort of like a heat map that shows you where when you're moving the controller around where
1: it hits and what it's registering. We can actually, if you're watching, there's what it looks oh like. Oh, my God, the power of the Internet. I know. Isn't that amazing?
0: Yeah. And there's, um, if you, Matt, if you click on the, the other applica- the other link, the one that says the detailed uh, screenshots, you can see that he, he also did this for, like, PlayStation and Xbox 360 controllers, um where he showed that if you look in the corners you're on the Ouya controller you're getting more you're getting more circular you can't get into the far far corners so this top one <laughs> there you go. this
1: top one is the Uya the Xbox 360 and then this oh, one really? oh, there you go is the PS3 okay so you see lots of heat signature is what you'd call it, and then here's the Ouya. Yeah. Very, very, very different in comparison. Uh, I would say a lot less sensitive on the in betweens. It's either on or it's off. Is what that kind of looks like. Is that yeah. is that accurate? I don't really use yeah, analog. that's sticks, what it so. seems
0: to. That's what it seems to to represent. Is that it, it's not as it's not as accurate. Maybe the sensors aren't as good. That's interesting. Um, but what's interesting too is that he and we're saying interesting a lot by the way. That is we need interesting a different
1: word. That's really interesting.
0: <laughs> um, the developer discovered that if he tweaked the software a little bit, he was he could get not as good as the PlayStation 3, but nearly as good as PlayStation 3 uh sensing of the analog stick.
1: So it wasn't um, it wasn't the hardware itself then. It's something done in the code, which is good that this is an open source product, right?
0: That's, and a lot fix of people it are, and fix are it. complaining, saying, like, oh, it's just an example of the Ooyah being stupid and oh, that sh- it's not a really good device. Ugh. But this really shows the strength that this developer was able to find a problem and release a fix for it.
1: I, don't, I thought it was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Because if, let's say, first-gen first PS4s get released and this happens. What do you 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 have to just buy new controllers? They're not gonna fix it in software real quick and push out an update. Well maybe maybe they do now because those consoles are internet connected, so they could. But I don't see it happening as quickly. Nowhere near as quickly.
0: No, I agree. And if you if Ouya is smart, um they they should be integrating this into a system update like as soon as possible. Right. To push out to all the um, other
1: developers, so they don't have to do this fix.
0: Yeah, and and I'll say I haven't noticed though, like in playing games on the Ouya, I have not noticed a like a slowdown in the diagonals. But I might not be playing the right games. That would that would actually
1: highlight the issue. Hmm. But yep, that's my that's my Ouya story for the week. That's awesome. Do you want to tell me more about your Nexus Q, or was that all you had to say about that earlier?
0: No, I'm just just depressed. Okay,
1: that's all right. It's okay.
0: Thanks for bringing it up again.
1: I know. Well, undepress yourself and give me an app pick.
0: (laughs) Okay, so my app pick this week. Give me an app pick,
1: and then I will give you an app pick. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure it's going to be a good app pick. It's going to be helpful. (laughs) I mean,
0: no, because seriously, every week you come up with these really, like, unique I try. Never heard of it before. i you do you do great app picks, my
1: friend. I try. Thank you. I try. Confidence in you. And it's hard cuz I try to like I try to listen to other Android shows, but I try not to listen to them like too much. So I try not to pick apps that all the other shows are picking, but I don't know. There's only so many apps out there to pick, you know. Understood. But I mean regardless, I I haven't looked at what your
0: app pick is. I have full of confidence course. it's going to be something I've never heard of before.
1: Oh, it's going to blow you away.
0: So my app pick is Arduino Droid, and what it is is it's an IDE. It's a development environment for the Arduino. So if you, I, I have like maybe like three or four of these things lying around. Um, So if I wanted, if I had an idea and I was out and about and I was like, oh, I just want to write up this little sketch real quick, sketch being like the you know think of it like
1: the program that that runs on an Arduino. Right. I could just do it straight in the app. Really, like on wow. the fly in real time? Well, not real time, but then the app is recompiling it immediately for the board. Yeah,
0: it's it is it is all good. And I I was just messing around with it uh, this morning, um, and there seems to be like quite a few options uh, in here as well. Like I'm going to actually play with this and probably write a few uh, write a few test sketches in it. Um, it's free. But it is ad-supported, so that might be a little annoying. Um, oh, but supposedly I just saw—I just saw there's a link down at the bottom that says "support the project" and remove the ad banner. So I'm probably going to do that. I—I I think it's totally worth it. Well,
1: that's cool. So there you go. Folks. What have you—what have you made on your uh, Arduino? Uh, I've messed around with a few things.
0: I started making a uh, like a, a mobile. For like a like a baby when my niece was born, um, but that was around the time that I was moving out here to Asia, so I was never able to fix it um, i watched i if you guys don't watch it there's a really good show called the Ben Hex show, and he just did a, a doggy treat dispenser that I was thinking about uh about doing myself though so the the Arduino might be a little bit of overkill for that, but whatever um you know, it's a fun hobby.
1: Good deal. All right, are you ready So for what's this? your app pick, Matt? Well, it was going to be Google's Play Books, but then you made me feel really bad about that. So I have a game here for you, but it's kind of, I don't know. I don't like games that give you a whole bunch of ads like right at first and then notification, like just very annoying, right? But sure. th- the game is, it's—it's it's all right. It's zombies if you like that, and it's like here, if you see this, the gameplay is very simple, it's almost like casual Let's it looks it. really nice, yeah it's it's pretty good, it gets hard after a while, but you basically just sit there and like blast the pee out of zombies, huh
0: so this is this is one of those things like that you maybe you'd kill five minutes or so doing, or yeah, is this, I one think... of, is this an in depth
1: game no, I think I've killed a total of. Three minutes playing it all together, so it's fun for a minute. Yeah, Matt, I was just screwing with you. I was, no, it's totally you can, cool. You can, tol- you can talk about playbooks. Playbooks. Go I just for- I've never used it before, and I started reading books on it, and it's just it's so awesome. You can highlight, and it'll if you hold press on a word, it'll pop you up a definition, and it syncs across everything. I just thought it was awesome, but you're right. I shouldn't do cop out apps like uh, camera and maps. So this is zombie evil. So check it out. Zombie evil. You know, going back to playbooks... Um, no, I, I'd rather I not, really actually. Cool. Eric, I'd rather not. No, I love playbooks. I love playbooks. I'm kind of the host, so I'd rather not... No. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh,
0: I think, what I think is really cool about playbooks is that um, they do a lot of sales. Like quite a few sales. Oh, and bet. every week they even have like a... $1.99, like a whole list of like $1.99 or two ninety nine dollars uh, books that you can buy. Um, so you fill up your library really, really fast.
1: I recently got, I pre-ordered the Oatmeal's, uh, what was it, my dog, the Paradox. And, like, <laughs> okay. these, they look so great on the tablet. Like, as, as long as it's made for it. Like, some, some comment, his older one, uh, the cat one, how to tell if your cat is plotting to kill you, it, it for some reason, I don't know, but, like, they look pretty good on here. And you just do, do-do. I've never really read on this before, but I'm doing more and more of that. And then uh, I'll show you, here's Mary Roach's Gulp. This is what I'm reading right now. Uh, but yeah, it looks just like a reader. and You can do whatever, and it... Page flips and syncs everything to everywhere, and if it's a location, it'll if you tap on it, it'll pull up a map and show you where it's at. It's kind of neat. So you know, the Nexus Seven does not have as nice of a screen as the Nexus Ten. The yet. Nexus Ten has a crazy screen. Like websites look like poo because the images aren't <laughs> for this resolution. It's crazy, but stuff that's made for it. Oh, dude, this screen for sure. Well, and comic books like.
0: I've seen a recent push for comic books in the uh, in the Play Store. Yeah, the the free book a amazing. day
1: and all that, the comic book a day or whatever it was. Free comic book day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sonic. So, were you reading really cool. Sonic? <laughs> no, I have not read Sonic since I was like 6. Yeah. Good stuff. He was a hedgehog for those of you who may not know what a hedgehog he was. What was Tails?
0: What was he supposed to be? Tails do? was a like fox? A Firefox?
1: I think a fox. It, he was the original Firefox, I would say.
0: He had two tails. This was a birth defect. Not good.
1: Well, there were a lot of defects there. I blame Dr. Robotnik.
0: Yeah. Or Chernobyl. You never know. They never said where it was based.
1: That's true. That is true. Alright, anything yeah, else? We, I think we need ends. Is that it? Anything nope. else? Good? <laughs> Eric? We're good, man. Where can they email us, Eric? Well, Matt, thanks for asking. They can email us at show at attackoftheandroids.com. That's fantastic. Join the Google Plus community. Subscribe in iTunes. Give us a review if you prefer. And, uh, yeah, Tuesdays. Wednesdays is Yats. Thursdays, Smartphone Photography, Point and Shoot. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah, just send us, put something in the community. We like, to, we like to share stories and stuff, so you should do that. That's too. right, and check out com. Yes. Yes. and yes. that's very good. Tech page one. Got some articles up there. Good stuff. All right, thanks for listening guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.) It's a the
0: android it's attack
1: thanks for listening to attack of the androids attackoftheandroids.com